0: Hey guys, it's Candy Warren with Building Healthy Homes podcast. I am excited to come to you today. I took a week off last week. I had a lot of things going on, um, gearing up for a huge trip that I have, um, am getting to go on actually this week, but I've been preparing for that with Halloween and the kids' schedules, like everything just kind of came crashing down last week, so I didn't get a podcast recorded, but I am back with you today, and we're going to talk about stress because, um, you know, I was feeling it a little bit last week, um, the holidays are upon us, um, I'm actually recording this on Tuesday, so November 1st, um, it's the new month, um, sometimes that brings on stress. And so let's talk about dealing with the stress, not specifically always stress with the holidays, but it seems to kind of heighten it just a little bit. Um, And then I'm going to give you five ways that you can make lasting changes on helping you through that, as well as a few Bible verses that you can kind of go to. You've probably heard them if you are a believer. Um, But let's first start out with the actual definition of what stress is so of course it has a few different actual definitions right you could put stress on um or tension and pressure on somebody um But the one I want to give particular notice to um, is that it's a state of mental or emotional strain or tension resulting from adverse or very demanding circumstances. So that's the one I want to talk about. The one that's giving us pressure, tension, mental, emotional strain. Um... And this can be different for everybody. I am not a medical doctor in any shape of the form. Um, But stress to me um, is very important for us and and overcoming stress and not really overcoming. I shouldn't say that because I don't think anybody's ever going to overcome stress, but dealing with stress, dealing with tension, um, is super important for our health. Um, and there are a lot of ways that we can combat that and that we can, you know, utilize some tools and things. And I'm not a hundred percent on, Remembering to use these strategies or anything while I'm in the middle of stress, but sometimes we do have to take a step back and look at the situation and kind of figure out what it was that got us into the place that we're dealing with that stress. Some of those things, um, you know, my story, I've told you guys a lot about my story and myself so far. Um, And a lot of those things we can't control, right? I, um, if you have the sudden death of a loved one um, or, you know, family, friend, friend, whatever, even pet, right? That is a form of stress and that grief that you have to walk through. And so dealing with that, everybody's going to react differently. And so you have to be aware of that. Um, But you are going to have to come up with ways ahead of time so that you know when those moments hit, you kind of go, hey, I know what to do at this moment, and it's not going to be perfect, and it's not going to be amazing, and you definitely have to learn how to give yourself grace. You have to wrap arms with the people that are around you to help them understand that you're going through stress. Um, That's the one thing that I've kind of figured out when I'm starting to get completely stressed out. Like, I'll get frazzled, right? My anxiety starts to go up. I start to yell a lot. I start to take it out verbally um, on my family because those are the ones who are here with me um, and closest. So I just start to yell and and it's not pretty and it's not always helpful. Um, It's not always nice. And I have to remind myself that I have asked them to help be my sounding board. They are able to, because I've asked them to, tell me, hey, mom, or hey, Candy, you know, depending on if it's my husband or my kids, you've got some stuff going on and you need a minute. I've given them that permission, and that's part of the preparing in getting through stress because I stress out a lot. I'm a mom. I run my own business. I am a full-time teacher. Um, It's virtual teaching, so that's stressful, not near as stressful as classroom teaching. So if you're a classroom teacher, like, I get it. I've been there. But my world now is a lot less stressful um, for work, which is great. But I still have to reach out to high school kids that don't want to call me back. And then my principal's asking me questions as to why they're not calling me back or they're not getting into the classroom and doing what they need to be doing. And that can be stressful because it, the pressure gets put on my shoulders as to why I'm not doing things that I should be or could be doing or what am I doing to get these students to progress when ultimately that's up to them. However, it comes down to me as to what am I doing, right? And so you get some stresses from every which way. Um, You know, what's for dinner? I don't know what's for dinner. I've worked all day long. Like, don't ask me. Things like that. So preparing is super important. But like I was talking about, preparing yourself to be able to have that open communication specifically with those who are around you on a daily basis. Or maybe you have a friend that you call on all the time. That's not afraid to call you out on your BS, right? Somebody who um, can be there for you as that sounding board, you need those people. So definitely find somebody that you can link arms with. And that's really why i love our accountability group too i have a group of women who i may not know personally other than through social media um but they know when i'm trying to pull an excuse on them because i'm overwhelmed or i'm stressed out and they can call me out on it and they're like nope candy you said you were making a commitment to your health go push play it's only 30 minutes like change your attitude go take your mama juice, like, let's get it on, um, go, you know, get get that workout done. And so people who can call you out on your BS is really helpful. Now in the moment, if you are super duper stressed out and you've already gotten to what I'm going to call the boiling point, the last thing you probably want to hear is somebody being straight with you. Right. But if they can come at you in a loving way and not come at you like, hey, you're doing something else wrong, or hey, I need this from you, whatever your stress is that's caused, you know, that's been caused for you. um, That is really what what you're looking for. So that's one of the big points I want to kind of draw in today is we all know what stress is, but we all act differently and react differently. But you have control over your actions. And The big pivotal part is, is how do you prepare yourself in going through those actions? So here are five ways that I like to use to make lasting changes to kind of help not only with stress, but kind of just life in general, right? So this is part of that preparation time. So when you're listening to this podcast, whatever, write these down, Um, think about these things as you're going on a walk or whatever you're doing, and kind of go through them and make determinations what you can do now for when that time comes, you're prepared for it. All right. So number one is ask yourself the important questions. Um, Is my mind and heart in alignment to make a change? Is my heart in alignment for making the right decisions? And what am I seeking? What do I need help with? Sometimes we get ourselves so wrapped up, and I'm speaking for myself, I guess. I get so wrapped up in somebody not doing something, but I haven't given that expectation to that person. For example, if I assume that my husband is going to do something, but I haven't asked him to do it, then that goes on me. And I can't get upset. So I have to ask myself, did I ask him X, Y, Z? Did I ask him to take the trash out? Why am I getting frustrated because I'm doing it again? Well, I didn't make anything but an assumption. And if you know what to assume means, then just spell it out. And it's to make an ass of you and me. And so you don't want to assume. so You have to ask those questions. This comes in regard to of, you know, are you ready to start a health journey? Right. Part of this process and what I want to walk with you guys through through this podcast is building a healthy home. Like, are you ready for that? Is your heart and mind in alignment for making that change? The same exact questions. Right. How will you feel in six months if you sit there and you do nothing? If you don't make that change? What is it that you want to seek? Maybe you need to just take things one step at a time and that's super important. But number two is to be honest with yourself, like really know what your limitations and your struggles are. Understand that the key factor here is it, whether your changes are going to be short lived or if you can actually sustain them. So, can you make decisions on preparing yourself to deal with that stress once it comes up, right? We have to kind of talk through our emotions and understanding like, am I going to be okay in that heat of that moment for somebody to really pull me back and say, Hey, Candy, you need a minute. And it took a long time for that to be okay for me. And so that you may be in the same place, Um, And getting ready for changing and and becoming healthier, right? What changes are you making? Are they going to be sustainable? I'm going to tell you right now that you can't do everything all at once because that's going to be short-lived. You're going to stress your body out. You're going to stress yourself out. You're going to just run away from it because it's going to become a negative thing. So you want to make sustainable changes, right? We want to make these things grow with us, not go against us. Number three, then, is to is that we need to set achievable and realistic goals. This has to do with keeping ourselves away from stress. If we're setting achievable and realistic goals by starting small and not doing everything at one time, then the level of stress won't get us to where we are. Always blow up. And this isn't just with our health. This is with our day-to-day actions, right? This is um, not scheduling too many things for you to be doing all at one time. This is making sure that you have a plan. Get yourself a calendar and write out what you're doing on a daily basis. I have a calendar that I literally have it blocked off and there's times on it the way from 5 a.m. to 10 p.m. So the times that I'm awake, I know exactly what is expected of me, and I'm not going to put more on that list than I can handle. But I also understand that sometimes I'll write something on that list, and I had to become okay with not getting it done and knowing that I can move it to that next day. So number three was to set achievable and realistic goals. Number four is to make informed decisions. So you've got to gather the information, do the research, understand the process and be intentional. When it comes to your health, you have to be prepared so that it keeps you away from the stresses of life because you're already stressed out. Adding something onto your plate to try to be healthier isn't going to be easy. There is no such thing as motivation, right? I can tell you to get up and push play and motivate you and cheer you on and be the hoorah, let's go. Come on, you can do this. But that's not going to make you do it every single day. That's determination that's not motivation so you have to make informed decisions on gathering the information that you need if you're going to change your nutrition then you've got to gather what it is that you have to have do the meal planning process do the research figure out what you need from the grocery store how much is that going to cost understand the meal plans what is it that you need to do understand that you need to fuel your body for however many calories you're burning right But you don't need to obsess over it either. And that's what I love about our programs is that it's so clear cut and easy. We're not having to count calories. We're not having to do all of those things, right? So I can sit down with my meal plan. And I know that if I make this recipe one day, I can use it for leftovers the next day. Days like today where I'm working late because I have to be in my classroom until 6 p.m. one time a week, that I can count on my family to either make their own meal or they're using leftovers. Like, I had to gather that information, research it, and that way it causes less stress. I've noticed the more stressed out I am in my household, the more stressed out the rest of the family is. And so they hinder on my emotion because I'm the most emotional person in our house, right? Right. So then number five, we have to actually act on our decisions or our goals. That goal that we set, we have to figure out what is that step. So you've made the meal plan. You've gone grocery shopping. You've done your budget. And doing something, one thing is better than doing nothing. Okay? And the very first on number one, it says, where do you want to be in six months? Do you want to be in the same spot? If you don't want to be, then you have to take action. You have to get to this step five. But if you are still sitting in the same spot six months later, it means that you really wanted something, but you didn't actually take action with it. So my goal as a coach is to walk you through these five steps, right? So let's go through them again. Ask the important questions, making sure that you are ready for change. If you're not mentally prepared and mentally ready for change, then you can't make changes, you guys. So you have to put yourself either in the Word of God. You have to, um, you know, listen to podcasts. You have to sit down and read a personal development book. Doing something that will help you. And prayer is like number one, really. But getting with God and figuring it out, like, where am I and where do I need to be? And I'm going to give you some Bible verses. So some of these things, especially about stress, and you guys have heard a lot of them, you know, Philippians 4, 6, do not be anxious about anything. But in the moment of you being anxious, (laughs) it's probably not the best verse to read. But I will say, I'm anxious when I am driving on a rainy day. That makes me anxious and makes me nervous. And so I can repeat that to myself so that it calms me down and it keeps the stress out of my body because the more stress you have in your body, the more you're actually wreaking havoc on the inside of your organs and your organs start to shut down and do all sorts of things health wise too, right? So um, another really great one um, that I love is, um, let me find it here, sorry. Matthew six thirty four, therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. And that just kind of reminds me, like, live for the day. You can sit down with your planner. You can make decisions on what to do the next day, like right before you go to bed. That's when I look at my day f- that's the next day. Like I'm going to wake up. Okay. This is what I'm doing. I'm going to wake up. I'm going to do my Bible study. I'm going to get my workout in. I'm going to get the kids up. I'm going to get myself ready for work. I'm going to get them to school. I come home. Like I already have that stuff planned out. So I don't need to be anxious about it. That's happening tomorrow. What am I living for right now? Am I ready to make the change to change my nutrition so I can get healthier? Am I ready to make the change to get in 30 minutes of movement every day? Am I ready to make the change to get my water intake up so that I can fuel and heal my body? Those things are required. Sleep is required. Make sure you're doing those required things. You have to ask yourself if you're ready for that. And then step two is we want to be honest. If you're not getting adequate sleep You have to recognize that if you eat 90% healthy, but you're in binging donuts and having four or five of them every day, you have to be honest with yourself. I have to be honest with myself when it comes to things like Dr. Pepper. I've already told you guys it's like my kryptonite, right? I have to be honest with myself because I kind of tend to say, oh, I ate really good today. So I can have a Dr. pepper. That's fine. It's not going to throw me off track that much. You also have to be honest with yourself of it's okay that you've had that treat. You have to change your mindset and it's okay to have a donut every once in a while because that's life, right? We need to enjoy our life but you have to be honest, like, are you ready to making those changes? What are those limitations? What are your blockers? What are your struggles? And understand that that is a key factor in being able to have sustainable change or that short-lived change. And we want to make sure that we have sustainable change long-term. So once we know what we want, Once we know what our blockers are, now we can sit down and figure out what are our goals. So number three is setting those achievable, realistic goals, starting small. Maybe you do one week of upping your water. Don't change your nutrition the first week, you guys. I'm going to tell you right now, it's like the worst thing to do because the nutrition is honestly the hardest part of getting healthy. Now, if you have to for medical reasons and all that stuff, that's fine. But adding water, is most of us live dehydrated anyway, so adding that water in is going to help prepare your body to flush out all the toxins, and then you're going to have less of a detox issue once you start adding in more vegetables and less junk right? So your body is going to be prepared for that change, the next change. Then the next week, so one week you're adding in water. Continue doing that and never stop. Then week two, add something else in. Try one new vegetable this week. The following week, add another vegetable. So now you're eating two new vegetables. Maybe then you start going on walks as well. 15, 20 minute walks. Maybe you just walk around your living room like it doesn't matter, right? Maybe you are ready for a 30 minute workout, whatever it is, just add those things on a little bit at a time. And over time, those things will become a snowball of effect and you will start to make sustainable change then we need to kind of reevaluate. And number four, make informed decisions. What have we been doing? Have we been doing things adequately? Do we need to change anything? Do we need to rearrange our schedule? Do we need to do a different process? And then that brings us to our number five is, now that we're working towards reaching our goals, we've acted on reaching our decisions, reaching our goals, and we're taking that step in that direction on a daily basis, It's okay to give yourself grace if you don't have enough water one day, right? Just the next day you get back up and you start again or even halfway through the day. If you've not had water yet today and it's three o'clock in the afternoon when you're listening to this, make a change. Go get water right now. You always have the opportunity to move forward. So don't let those little things stack up against you. Just work on changing that mindset Get into the word of God, get into finding that accountability partner, the accountability group, anybody that you can reach out to. You can reach out to me through messenger and I will be your cheerleader to remind you that you can do this. As long as you're making these healthy changes and walking through these five steps on making those lasting changes, then the word stress really starts to leave your mind, your body, your soul. And once you figure out how to go through an entire day, right? We're starting small, one hour at a time without having added stress put on you because you've scheduled it, you know what your plan is, you know how to do your plan, and you know how to act If the plan goes off the rails, because I promise you it will go off the rails, you will fall off the track. The key is getting back on and you could yell at your kids for being upset. You could yell at your spouse for not taking out the trash like you wanted them to. But the reality is, is God has given us so much grace that those stressful moments were not ours to endure. He has taken that stress for us. So in that moment that you're feeling overwhelmed, that you're feeling anxious, that you're feeling just like your head is about to explode. Something my mom always taught me is to just count to 10, right? And it sounds so dumb. I mean, I'm almost 42 years old. But almost every time I get to that moment, I do, I have to turn inward and I usually turn in and I don't count to 10 anymore, but I do say a prayer and I'm like, okay, God, calm me down. I know that this is not what I need to be doing. This is not how I need to be acting or reacting. Show me the way to go. And then you just sit silently if you have the opportunity, use those silent times to be with the Lord, the more often that you can find yourself doing that, the less stress you're having to deal with on a daily basis. Is this going to be the cure for everything? Definitely not. Like I said, everybody is in a different place. Everybody has dealt with different things. If you've lost a child, if you've lost a parent, if you've lost a grandparent or a pet or something, that's a grieving process that's going to take extra steps and there are great places and great counselors that you can work with through that process. If you have lost somebody and you need more help with that, I highly suggest looking up and finding a grief share group um, and getting in with learning how to go through the grieving process of loss What I'm really talking mostly about now is just dealing with day-to-day stress, not those big, massive blow-ups, right? But sometimes we have that emotional release of a big, massive blow-up when um, your child takes too long to tie their shoe, right? Or when your husband doesn't take the trash out. We have to learn how to take those small things that are really something that... (laughs) isn't a big deal and we would forget about it being a thing the next day or probably even the next hour and just rearranging our mind and rearranging the fact that we're going through something at that moment that we don't need to be going through and just giving it to God and not reacting, but having a proactive action so that we know how to deal with that stress moving forward on a day-to-day basis. So I hope these five ways, um, these five things that I have chatted with you about today help you. If they do, definitely leave a comment for me. If you have any questions or if you have any topics that you would love for me to cover over the next few podcasts, please leave that in the comments as well or shoot me a message. I would be very excited to hear from you guys about what it is that you're wanting to learn about But my goal here is always to give you different ways to think about doing things in order to build a healthy home. We'll talk to you next week. Dear Lord, I come to you today and I just ask you to be with all of my listeners, be with everybody who's not even listening, Lord. And I ask that you will help them and heal them from dealing with the day-to-day stress that they have, whether it's from a job or a family member or dealing with the loss of someone that they love. I just ask that you will protect them, keep them safe, allow them to give themselves the grace and the quiet time that you give us and that you have shown us what is to be done. You have always led by example, Lord, and I ask that you just come into each one of our hearts and you continue to show us that grace and that patience as you always promise us that you will. I ask all of these things in your name. Amen.